Good morning. It is Kale and Company live right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. It is a Friday, which means the Friday Fun Bunch. Usually, Tom Raffio, Kitty Ray, myself, and Kat. But two of the regular members are missing. Well, it's not me. I'm it's here. It's not you. Kitty Ray <laughs> showed see. up. I did, right on time, too. Yeah, she showed up in plenty of time on this Friday morning. And uh, Kat is out today. Tom Raffio, as many of you know, uh, called in yesterday to make his weekly NFL picks. And uh, we have Steve running the board this morning. So, Steve, welcome. Good to have you with us. Thanks for having me. It is uh, our pleasure indeed. And uh, Kitty Ray, our resident flick and football chick, Mm. is here and we'll get to our football picks in just uh, just a little while. But uh, what, uh, weather-wise, what a week we had. I know. It was unbelievable. It, it's been like hot and foggy and a couple like, is it going to rain today? But it's like summer. But you know what they say in about, about New England or uh, no, New Hampshire? We had one day of summer, and I think we just had it. Yeah, maybe two we had a few days. this week. You know, th- it's like summer, though, without... The humidity. Yeah, I like that. It's great. And so uh, we'll take advantage of it while we can. It's not going to last forever. Uh, but uh, enjoy, enjoy as we continue here on WKXLNHTalkRadio.com. I hope uh, everyone had, well, not everyone, but I uh, hope a lot of people had the opportunity to hear the show yesterday. We had a band in here by the name of Stand Up Audio, local band. They've been together for about three years, and uh, boy, I tell you, we uh, rocked Reddington Road on Thursday uh, when the Stand Up Audio uh, played some some great songs, including a song by the name of Peter's Girls. Whoa. Peter's Girls, and it was a song written, and people can go back if you didn't hear it uh, live yesterday or when we played it back at 7 o'clock at night. Uh, you can go and listen to it on nhtalkradio.com or at WKXL on, on Facebook. But they wrote a song about uh, Peter's Girls. Peter's Girls, uh, nothing to do with the incomparable Peter St. James, but Peter's Hair Salon, I guess that's the name of it. Oh, I've been there. On Warren Street. I've been there. In Concord. It's been around forever. And the song was written about the hairstylists that are wearing black, all wearing black, they and do. a couple of the band members uh, have noticed that uh, during their breaks, all three of them will be standing outside and smoking. Oh, and, and so <laughs> uh, we're, not, we're not judging here. And no, they weren't either. No judgment they, zone. they weren't either. It's just that uh, they went by, and every time they went by, the three women in, dressed in black or outside of, of Peter's on Warren Street, smoking. And so a couple of the band members collaborated and wrote a song about that. Oh, my gosh. I will need to check that out after the show. <laughs> I did not hear it yesterday, and I did hear some, like, loud sounds that sounded kind of cool around mid, what, about 8.30-ish. Yeah. I sh- gosh, I should have tuned in. Sorry, Ken. I know. I know. But you had other fish to fry. I did. Said, but, no, I wasn't but, frying fish. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> It was not my fish frying morning. It was not, huh? It was not your morning to fry the fish. No. Oh, no. Well, anyway, they were great. Peter's. Oh, I need to. 
I need to listen to that because I, when I moved up from Virginia, I went there for uh, quite a few months. Yeah. And uh, that is correct about wearing black. Yeah. And uh, I'm cool with wearing black, okay? But, uh, oh, I want to listen to that. Yeah. And uh, so it was a fun song. And so I know one person that was listening yesterday was uh, my good friend Bob Nelson. Because he, uh, Peters, is a, a client mm-hmm. of, of Bob's in the uh, in the uh, hair accessories uh, department, uh, and uh, Bob goes in there, you know, uh, sporadically from time to time, and uh, checks on uh, you know what they might need in terms of supplies and what have you, and uh, so he got a kick out of it, and he wondered, Bob wondered, if the girls or the proprietor of Peters had ever heard the song, and apparently they have not. Whoa. They have not. Are and they it's, still talking it's, to? It's, it's out there. It's out there on, uh, you know, all the um, music streaming sites. It's on uh, their first album, I believe. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that. I won't swear to that, but I know it's out there uh, on uh, Spotify and uh, Amazon Tunes or iTunes or Whatever tunes you want to uh, download some music. At least it's not the Looney Tunes. <laughs> I've never, yeah, I've never downloaded a song in my life. Stop uh, but, it! Huh? Now, why do I not believe that? I mean, it's true. Uh, I'm sure. It's true. It's I'm true. sure. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like when we're listening uh, to some music, and I must have over a thousand songs that I've paid for. Yeah. None of them are free, and and in my car, and you'll go, "Hey, what station is that on?" It's not. It's on my it's phone. Your, it's, my, it's, it's your. It's your. It's your personal radio station Ugh, in your car. It is now. It's now, do you icon. have it? Do you have it so that uh, you you don't know what's coming up? That's my favorite. That's a shuffle. It's called a shuffle. The kitty yeah. shuffle. No, yeah. it's not called that. But you can shuffle. Yes. I've only done the cinnamon shuffle in, oh. in my life. What is that? Uh, okay, I don't uh, even want uh, to go there. Uh, <laughs> It's too early, folks. That, that used to be a gum commercial. Clark's, oh, I think, cinnamon gum. You do the cinnamon shuffle. Oh, I, I bet Steve remembers that. Steve probably re- remembers gum. that. I remember cinnamon gum. Cinnamon shuffle. Mm. But, uh, yeah, cinnamon gum from Clark's. Clark's gum. It's still out there at some of those uh, candy stores that have the uh, old-time mm-hmm. candy. Yes. Yeah. Not that it's old candy. It's just, you know. Some of the candy that was around a long time ago. You mean when uh, penny candy really cost a penny? Really? Like yep. that? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm dating myself, folks. You oh, can get, my gosh. You get a relatively uh, big bag. When I was a kid, I uh, went down to John's Variety Store, Melrose Highlands, and you could get a relatively a big bag of candy for a quarter. Really? I mean, uh, pretzels were like two for a penny. Yeah. I used to go to Chesley's <laughs> in Lancaster. New Hampshire, because I lived in Lunenburg, Vermont, which yeah. was right across the bridge, yeah. and the same thing. And for a quarter, you had a lot of candy. Oh yeah, a lot of yeah. candy. Yeah. Now uh, you can't even buy a pack of gum for a quarter. I don't think. No, you know, in Littleton, <laughs> New Hampshire, there's that Cheddar's, supposed yes. to be the longest candy counter in. Yeah. I don't know. In North America yeah. or the free I don't world, know. Uh, yeah. but it's not a penny. And it does cost yeah. more than it's that. It's penny candy, but you know, yeah. as they used to call it. But, Correct. Uh, yeah. It doesn't cost a penny. My uh, grand- several pennies. It does. Yeah. My, uh, it's kind of like going to the dollar store or the, whatever Dollar General, and it's really not a dollar. But um, my grandson Ethan, when he came up from Virginia a year or so ago, I took him there, and it was kind of cool. Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Gosh, I think I walked out 
20 some odd dollars for yeah, some penny for candy. For some penny candy. Yeah. But, uh, but it no, was fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel I feel sorry for the kids of today, uh, honestly, in many ways. Uh, I mean, I, I'm happy that I grew up. I mean, I know that's a questionable term in, in, uh, as far as I'm concerned. You mean but, being grown uh, up? I mean, yeah, yeah. But uh, when I was, uh, you know, going to school and in, in elementary school and, and what have you, uh, I'm glad I, I uh, you know, had the opportunity to experience the years I did. I mean, I, you know, people didn't worry about, you know, going in, you know, letting, you know, kids really 10, 11, 12 years old go into Boston to... Uh, go to sporting events or whatever it might be, and uh, wow! I, I mean, you you couldn't do that now. Plus the fact, you know, when I was when I was a kid, I know, I know, way back when. Yeah, I mean, it goes back a long ways. But when I was a kid, you could get in to the old Boston Garden and see a Celtics game, and sometimes an NBA doubleheader with four NBA teams, two NBA games in one night. For two bucks. Wow. Nobody wow. would believe that now. There I, is nothing there now that you can get for two bucks. No, there's nothing. Not, nothing. not even no, a program. No, that's right. They, they, they don't even have programs anymore. Use your iPhone. Uh, yeah. Download this. Yeah, scan the, the yeah. QR, QR code, code or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the way they do it these days. Uh, but uh, I, I'm glad I had the experiences I did uh, as a kid. I mean, everything is too high tech today. Everything is too expensive today, you know. Even relatively speak, I mean, really, uh, I, I mean, we we had it so good, yeah, uh, back. Uh, but during know, our era, and we you really know what? Did. And we, I think sometimes though, we look back. At least I did, and go, "Oh my gosh, why are we doing this or whatever?" And when you said you look back and we had it so good, at that time, we I don't think. Did we really think we had it so good? I think as you get older, you appreciate I, I those think you're things. Right. I think that's probably a good yeah. observation. Yeah. I think that's a good observation. But I guess it's just saying, um, like as you can, as you close the show, you always say what? Always look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side of, of life. life. It's not an original <laughs> quote. But from, no, but I love it. I yeah. love when you do that because... I think, you know, after a certain point in your life, it's like, okay, when do I finally get to appreciate those things? And to tell a younger person, when I say younger, like a teenager, possibly, um, hey, you know, appreciate these things. Uh, Takes a little bit of life, I think. Yeah. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Northeast Delta Dental has individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at Delta Dental CoversMe.com. The president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, Tom Raphael, was with us yesterday in our first segment, made his NFL picks for the week. And I did not cheat, Tom. Uh, if you're listening, I did not listen to you guys, so I do not know the picks. You will not be influenced by Tom Raphael's picks that he not. made yesterday on, on the program. But we are here. Kale and Company Live. Kitty Ray, our resident football slash flick chick, is uh, in the house. In the house? In the house. Literally in the Wait, house. This is a- <laughs> Literally in the house, yes. <laughs> in our plush but not overly ostentatious WKXL studios. We are going to take uh, a short break here and be right back. Friday Fun Bunch, WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. Presented by Northeast Northeast Delta Delta Dental. Dental. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back, Kale and Company Live for this Friday, a.k.a. the Friday Fun Bunch, <laughs> without Mr. Fun, Mr. Excitement, uh, Tom Raffio, who is uh, doing uh, what he calls his real job. His real today. job. Uh, ru- running, uh, you know, a, uh, a dental insurance company, Northeast Delta Dental, and uh, Tom, uh, I-, I know Tom's missing us today, and, and we're missing Tom. We are. We, we are, are missing Tom, but... Uh, he was with us yesterday in the first segment uh, of our show, and he shall return uh, next Friday live in the studio. Yeah, and Tom, if you're listening, and I know he would be talking about making strides for the breast cancer coming up in October, what is it, the 15th? I think it's Sunday the 15th. Right, yeah. And we already registered for it, and the team is Friday Fun Bunch. There you go. So we've already registered, Tom, so we're going to be there. We're ready for the walk. And we'll probably uh, walk together, and one of the places we will walk by... Is right here. Right here. 37 Reddington Road is is part uh, of the route for the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk. And I I just want to say something here, too. Uh, A former co-worker of mine um, just passed away from breast cancer. name's Bonnie. And so if you can be out there walking and to, you know, as a survivor or in memory of someone or just because you want to get out there for a good cause, please do it. Please do it. And I know we're talking breast cancer, but any cancer, please get out there and support um, what they do. You know, it's always uh, very emotional for uh, making strides against breast cancer because so many uh, cancer survivors uh, take part uh, in that walk. And it is a walk. It's not a race of any kind. It's a, a walk to uh, raise much-needed revenue to uh, battle cancer. And uh, there's, uh, you know, you can walk at, at your leisure, at your at your pace. Uh, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not a race. And uh, I can tell you this from experiencing it last year, uh, when it's all said and done, folks, there's some great food that you come back to. <laughs> it <I'll> is. Tell- <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> really? It is. And, you know, uh, I uh, when you said that, it's just seeing uh, everyone get together for this um, fundraising. And it's just raising money, but it's oh, it's raising awareness yep. as well. And uh, I just want to reach out to and say about my sister, Sandra. Um, she's my older sister. She is a survivor. And I know she would be out there walking if she lived closer, but she's up in Lancaster, New Hampshire. So um, I know she'll be busy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think the fundraising and the awareness uh, can't go wrong. This is awesome. And it's just a great, it's a fun day. And um, it just feels so good to be with everyone. And uh, before the race, uh, everyone uh, gathers at uh, Memorial Field in, in Concord. And there's a lot of pink. There's a lot of pink. That is very, very true. And it's a sea of pink, really. It is. And many uh, testimonials are given about uh, the battles that uh, you know people have gone through, whether it be uh, themselves talking about the battle they went through or family members and, and that sort of thing. And it's always a very emotional day. Yeah, Northeast Delta Dental is a sponsor as well. So yep. they do so much for them. They do. do for this do cause, as for many causes. That's very true. Uh, today, by the way, Friday, October 6th, 2023, is Garlic Lover's Day. Oh, my gosh. That would be me. For those who love garlic, 
This is your day. Mm. So I, that, that, I, I don't know if I love it, but hey, I'm good. You with enjoy that. it. I you, do. You enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, it's Kids Music Day. Nice. I think kids' music has changed over the years, like many other things. But uh, Kids Music Day being celebrated today. It is National Coaches Day. Oh, really? So we tip our hats to uh, all of those dedicated coaches out there at all levels of competition, whether it be uh, Pop Warner football, uh, junior hockey, uh, you name it, uh, AAU basketball, just uh, kids' sports in general, or if you want to, uh, you know, uh, think about your your favorite uh, professional coach uh, over the years. You know, but do you have one? Is there a coach that immediately comes to mind for oh you? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know what? I, I mean, Duncan Walsh. That, Duncan Walsh. That's I'm just going to say that because Concord Zone. Yeah. Uh, well, he was on my mind because we were talking about making strides for yep. breast cancer, and he last year we talked that he was the one that actually walked the trails to uh, put the cones out in front of this <laughs> yeah, yeah. WKXL, but yeah, Duncan and what he's done for the community and for so many people. And uh, so, yeah, very first, I'm, I know professionals, there's other ones out there, but I'm going to say Duncan Walsh because you asked. That's a great choice. That is a great choice. Hope Dunk's listening uh, on this uh, Friday morning because Dunk uh, has been with the program. I believe this is going to be, believe it or not. I think it's 35th year. Wow, 35? Yeah, You're kidding. With the Concord High Crimson Tide. You know, I have been to a number of the hockey games, the Concord hockey games. And what I love the most about Duncan is that you'll I can watch him. And he's a quiet, he appears to be a quiet guy. And he doesn't have a lot of, you know, some coaches you'll see them, their arms moving and they're not shouting, but it looks like they're shouting or saying something. And he kind of like, it looks like he's very chill, very laid back. Yeah. And oh, yeah. his style, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not sure how he is in the locker room with with the players, but all I know is just watching him as, you know, an outsider, because I do feel like I'm an outsider, because I don't other have a vested interest other than the love of hockey. And... um yeah, I, I, I just love his style. And I think the results with Dunk speak for themselves. I mean, so many state championships uh, over the years, and it seems like the Crimson Tide is always in the hunt, even in years when Dunk says, well, you know, we're young and, you know, we have deficiencies in this area, <laughs> that area. They always seem to be in the hunt at the end of the year, and many times over the years they have won state championships under uh, Dunk Walsh. So, what uh, about you, Ken? Do you? Well, you know the coach, but uh, the one that comes immediately uh, to mind to me. There are actually two that uh, you know I enjoyed following when I was uh, growing up in the Boston area and uh, and following the sports as a kid. And and the first one was Red Auerbach. Oh yeah, because he is the anti. He was the anti Duncan Walsh. <laughs> He was the anti-Duncan Walsh because he would be over officials all the time. Yep. And uh, berating officials. And uh, he, he was, uh, you know, of course, uh, very vibrant uh, on the sidelines. And when the Celtics had a comfortable lead at the end of a game, what oh, would yeah, Red no. do? Yep. Red would light, light a cigar. Yes, the stogie. Can you imagine if somebody did that today? <laughs> no. I know. Uh, really? Those were the good old days, folks. Oh, my God. 
That's when sports were sports. <laughs> uh, but that is funny. And of course, the opponents hated that. Yes, of course, because that showed that they were, he was comfortable and they were like, okay, might as well hang it up because the yeah. Celtics have won. Or Red's got Red. that cigar exactly. showing. Exactly. And uh, smoking and uh and, and he, he never miscalculated. I, I don't believe he ever lit a cigar in a game where the other team came back to win. Well, it's kind of like uh, it's not over till the fat lady sings. Right. So he was, you know, he definitely was uh, saying, it's over. Yep. And uh, so Red Auerbach was one. And I saw him coach uh, many games at the old garden. He had some great teams. Uh, we had Dean Tolson, former NBA player, on here the other day with the Seattle Supersonics, and uh, his uh, first general manager was Bill Russell. Oh. And, of course, Bill Russell was with uh, many of those Red Auerbach championship teams. You know, you think about the the Celtics had the same starting lineup for years, uh, listening to Johnny Most on the radio, Sanders and Heinsohn at the forwards, Russell at center, Casey and Sam Jones at the guards. That's after the departure of Bob Cousy, of course. Uh, but so Red Auerbach would be the coach that I think about, uh, and uh, not a coach necessarily, but a manager, uh, Dick Williams, who uh, oh, yeah. was uh, instrumental in turning the entire Red Sox franchise around in 1967, mm-hmm. the impossible dream year, which oh, I, I know you've heard about <laughs> endlessly on this show between Tom and myself. Oh, gosh. Uh, but Dick Williams really uh, was, uh, you know, uh, the guy who turned things around for the Red Sox, along with Dick O'Connell, who was the general manager, and a couple of tremendous years by Karl Yastrzemski and Jim Lonborg in 67. They were both incredible in that year. And everybody played a part in it, but Dick Williams was the guy who, the Red Sox were considered to be, uh, for many years, like in the late 50s and early 60s, a country club. And nobody really cared about the results. Nobody really cared about the team. Right. I mean, the Red Sox were fortunate uh, on a night game to draw 5,000 people. Wow. You know? And look at it now. Look at it now. Yeah. Even though they finished last in three out of the last four years, they pretty much packed the park. Packed the park. Packed the park every game. Wow. Packed the park. Even though their success since 2018 hasn't been very good. Uh, they uh, still managed to uh, get people into Fenway Park, which really has become a tourist attraction. Right. I mean, the place was old when I was a kid, <laughs> and, and that was you know. Did they have electricity 60, That back was then? sixty years ago. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you are actually aging yourself, Kale. Hey, you know what? Be, um, I wonder who Tom would have chosen. I bet it would have been a Red Sox manager. Probably. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll That's ask my him. guess. We'll ask him. That's that. my guess. We'll ask him next Friday. All right. That he missed National Coaches Day. It's also also a National Denim Day. Den- oh so, my gosh! I wore my denim uh, jacket. And I have my jeans. You on. have your jeans. Who, who do you think did most for denim? Who who did the Brooke most? Brooke Shields. For, Brooke Shields. Mm-hmm. Mike. I would say Neil. Diamond. Oh my God, that that song. Forever in blue jeans. No, I don't think so. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brooke Shields. Okay. <laughs> oh jeez, I'm. All right. Don't make me start singing uh, that favorite no, song. No, of yours. no, please don't. Sweet oh, okay. Caroline. Oh boy. Oh, why why did I mention Neil Diamond? <laughs> well, we'll take a break. Kale and Company will continue after these words right here on AM. 1450 WKXL 103.9 in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in Manchester and beyond and streaming around the world and around the clock 
on nhtalkradio.com. And we are presented by Northeast Delta Delta Dental. Dental. Stand by for more. Welcome back on a Friday morning, 6th of October, 2023. Where does the time go? Time flies when you're having fun. It's National Noodle Day. Noodle. National Noodle Day. Yummy. National Plus Size Appreciation Day. Yeah. It's the one day of the year that I'm appreciated. And uh, (laughs) I'm sorry Tom isn't here today because you know what today is? What? Seriously. World Smile Day. Oh my gosh. This is Tom. World Let's Smile Day. Let's Day. smile for Tom. Smile right for Tom. Take smile, a moment. F- smile for the camera. All right. I hope he saw my uh, shiny, uh, uh, cle- uh, he bright may, white. He teeth. may be listening. Yeah. He'll listen to the uh, rebroadcast. He after will the, too. After seven o'clock uh, tonight. Hey, by the way, yes. the plus size day, if you keep bringing in these donuts in the morning, <laughs> I'm going to need extra plus size day. That's all I'm saying, folks. <laughs> oh boy. And we'll have birthdays coming up. Today uh, is not necessarily a, a, a great birthday Good, I'm going to Tom. Tomorrow's better. Okay. Tomorrow, tomorrow is better. We'll mention a few of those, too. But okay. Kitty Ray is here, resident flick chick. And I know you saw a brand new movie uh, yeah. this week. I'm not sure it, when this movie came out, but, uh, you know... I had been seeing the previews for <laughs> months, months <laughs> Literally. of dumb money. Dumb money. And you know, I think, and I saw the previews too, and I don't think in the previews they mentioned the title. I, I think, you know, it was no, a they work didn't. in progress. They didn't, but yeah. it looked so exciting. It really did. And it was, you know, like this dumb money and it stars Paul Dana and uh, Shailene Woodley, who is, by the way, Ken, just for you, yes, the ex-girlfriend of Aaron Rodgers. And he's had a few. Just so you know. It's okay. Uh, yeah, didn't uh, say there was anything <laughs> wrong with it. <laughs> Nick Offerman, Seth Rogen, America Ferreira. It, the cast, awesome. I mean, just so many other. And uh, so I went to see this movie, and it's it's about GameStock and about this group of average people. It was an average guy and uh, who just started uh, on like a podcast talking about stocks. And he brought up GameStop. And if you know GameStop, which I do really well because of my sons and grandsons, um, mm-hmm. it's like a mall video store. Right. Gaming right. store. Yeah. And he started talking stock and his followers started buying it. And dumb money is actually a term that they use for non-institutional investors, which they consider this this group. Yeah. Well, they started being successful, and Wall Street wanted to stop them. And it and this is based on a true story. It is, yeah. And um, so they well, not that know, long ago, just a no, couple of years two ago. years ago. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. years ago. And so I, you know, saying I was excited to see it. Gosh, and I don't know why I feel let down a little bit about it. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's because it's about GameStop. It's not that, but the investing and the stock, and you can tell that's why I'm not like a, a Wall Street broker or something. It might have been that. I'm not sure because the cast is huge. Great. I thought their acting was good. Um, it was cute. I was like, yay, you know, little guy beating the big guy and everything. But uh, I got to tell you, I fell asleep. For a short time, and I hardly well, ever fall asleep. Uh, truth be told, and full disclosure. Okay. Uh, did you fall asleep too? Yes, I did. 
Did you fall asleep while I was asleep? For a short time. For a short time. Oh, boy. Uh, and uh, when we saw it, there was one other person in the theater, uh, a, a gentleman probably in his 40s, let's say, and he left. Never he left. came back. He left. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know why this was that for me. Um, I'm not sure. I have to say, I uh, before falling asleep, I, I did contemplate, do I walk out? Really? I, and I'm not, again, I'm not sure because I think maybe... I think, again, I'm not into the stock thing. And maybe if I was, I would probably have gotten it more. But I don't know. I mean, it was, anyways, it was a, it was a pretty cool movie. And the guy, his, uh, what was he, the Roaring Kitty. Yep. That was Roaring his, Kitty. His name, and he would like Was be, that it? The Roaring, Roaring Kitty? Roaring Kitty. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, of course, I'm like, oh, look at that. And he'd have all these shirts that had kittens on it and everything. So that kind of made me smile and kept me awake a little longer. But... <laughs> It was not that great movie for me, but I think other people might enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm giving it oh, two no, I mean, and a half boxes of popcorn. Two and a half boxes of popcorn. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would say that's a fair judgment out of five. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was mediocre. Yeah. And that's where the two and a half boxes of popcorn would be. Yeah, pretty much. And I did you come? It was, he's out of Brockton, Mass. Right. Right. Exactly. And went to uh, Stonehill College yes. in Northeastern. Correct. Massachusetts. And you yeah. were saying someone... Who was it? Oh, uh, Lou Gorman went there, oh, former Gorman. general manager of the Boston Red Sox. And uh, Lou Lou made, I think, in my opinion anyway, some people say the Babe Ruth trade was the worst trade in Red Sox history, and you can certainly make a case for that. Uh, but you can also make a case of him trading future Hall of Famer Jeff Bagwell to the Houston Astros for washed-up reliever Larry Anderson. When was uh, this? This was, uh, oh, this was back uh, in the... 80s, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I wasn't really tuned yeah. in at yeah. that time. And Jeff Bagwell wound up in the Hall of Fame. Wow. Why don't we have players like that? Because <laughs> <laughs> of Lou Gorman. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, but Keith, who, uh, Paul Dana, um, Dan, I think it's Dana, Dano. Um, no, it's Dana. Um, he. Um, that was the main character, and uh, it's a true story. It is a true story. And it's I'm at sure the end, it's, he's yeah. worth like forty three million. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, like everything else. Yes, there's a lot of Hollywood in it. You know, uh, but uh, yeah, at any rate, is that what they say? Theatrics or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the elements, the, right? The, something like that. Yeah, but, but anyways, uh, it was a it's a good movie. But I have to tell you, Ken, and I know you're not going to be with me. I'll invite you if you'd like to come. But yes. this is October 6th, and you know what opened today. Oh, was that the 50th anniversary edition of The Exorcist? It's not, yes, and it's not really the edition. No, this right. is this the brand sequel. New. Yeah, brand this new. is yeah. the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, The Exorcist Believer. And uh, this month, there's going to be so many awesome movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I do, oh, I snorted on the air, I'm sorry. Um, but there's Five Nights at Freddy's. There's just so many movies out there that I can't wait to see. I I understand. I understand. Lots of horror movies at this time of year. I think this weekend I will be seeing, if not today or tonight, The Exorcist Believer. There you go. And, you know, and there is the original Ellen Bernstein who... Um, was in the first one 50 yeah. years ago. Right. right. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to... I, it's kind of like the upcoming... They show uh, the Color Purple movie that's coming out, and it's like a remake of uh, 
of the old, uh, the first one. Yeah. This isn't the remake. This is a sequel right, to it's it. A, it's a whole different movie. Mm-hmm. Whole 50 different years. Sequel. 50 years later. In the making. All right. So there you go. The Exorcist uh, opens officially today. Yes. At well, a actually, theater near you. Yeah, last night they had the... Uh, you, you could have gone last night to uh, see yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. a lot of I people... I was going didn't. to, but I didn't want to do it too too early. All right. I, I think a lot of people uh, probably did, however. Uh, yes. Excited to see that movie. So uh, The Exorcist is out there. Uh, anything else that springs to mind? I know there's going to be other horror movies there uh, out it's there too many to as we approach them. Halloween. But, uh, yeah. And and Kitty loves those. She I do. loves them. She, well, this is the month she for She loves it. to be scared. I do. I can't she help it. She loves to be a scared. Scaredy cat. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, cat's not here for me to hear. doesn't say that. By the way, uh, Jeff Bagwell, we mentioned him. Uh, the Red Sox traded him away. Lou Gorman did specifically. And he uh, debuted for the Houston Astros in 1991. So the trade 91. was okay. consummated, I'm, I'm sure, in 1990. So there you go. Cool. So there, that's uh, the worst trade in Red Sox history as far as I'm concerned. That was a horror show for me. That was a nightmare for me forever. I think it's so, you know, like sometimes when they trade some of the players, like, what was it, Nathan? No, oh, eat. Yeah, who is it? Avaldi? Yeah, he? Nathan Avaldi. Yeah. Well, they like, why'd they get rid of him? Well, they, they just didn't sign him. He was a free yeah, agent. I know. To they, me, they, they got rid of him. When they didn't sign, and look that what, means they got rid of him. Look what he did. They let him walk away. Yeah. Where is he now? And he's with the Texas Rangers. And, and they're, and they're in the. Uh, American League Divisional Series Correct. now. So there you go. Correct. That's Nathan, what I'm saying. Nathan Avaldi. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, today, uh, October the 6th, uh, also, uh, what else are we celebrate? Anything else? Uh, no, I, I think we know. go. Yeah, World Smile Day. So. Oh, I love that. Now, uh, we need uh, to talk football before we, the time runs We do, out. because the time is going to expire very quickly. Uh, birthdays today. Okay. Not a great birthday day. So uh, Tom's not missing out on too much, but... Now, Tom went to Harvard. He did. And a fellow uh, Harvard attendee uh, is celebrating a birthday today, and that is the actress Elizabeth Shue. Whoa. Yes. She in her 40s Uh, or 50s? uh Uh-uh. Not anymore. No, she's 60. She cannot be 60. She is 60 years old. Wow. Yeah. She was in the Karate Kid movies. Yes. Back to the Future. Right. Yeah. So... Elizabeth Shue is 60 years old. She today. played the mother in that movie? Or, I mean, or the girlfriend? I can't remember. Well, if 60? you can, I certainly can. Wow. And uh, veteran actress Britt Eklund, who My was in gosh. a lot of movies back in the 60s. Britt Eklund celebrating. 85. 81. Oh. She was, uh, for a while, for a number of years, she was married to uh, Peter Sellers. Another Peter. That's right. That's right. I'm talking about Peter's Salon. I'm not yeah. sure what the name of it is on Warren Street in Concord. But it's Peter's. It's Peter's. It's Peter's. I've never been to that hair salon. I have. I know you find it hard to believe, but I have not. You have to have hair. Oh, that, that's, that would be a start. We will uh, take a break. Kale and Company continues here on WKXL. Friday Fun Bunch without Tom Raffio today, who's uh, doing something for Northeast Elder Dental. And uh, he will rejoin us next Friday, live in the studio, here at WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. And uh, we are, in fact, presented by Northeast Northeast Delta Delta Dental. Dental. Heading down the home stretch on this Friday, we shall return.
Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. That's 1450 on the AM dial, the station that's been around for, oh, I don't know, 70 years plus. Yeah. I think 1946 was uh, the opening year wow. for WKXL. So, uh, and uh, serving the community well for all those years. 103.9 FM in the Capital Region. Newest signal 101.9 FM in Manchester, which uh, goes down almost to the Massachusetts border. Great signal there. It booms. And it does. It Is booms. It booms it into downtown Manchester. And nhtalkradio.com, no matter where you go in the free world, uh, you'll be able to uh, hear that signal at uh, nhtalkradio.com on the Internet. If you're on a cruise, you have to, you know, pay for the Internet. Or if you're in... <laughs> 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 if you're on a cruise, please invite me. I, I, I will. I will. Okay. Uh, so here we go with uh, week five already of the NFL season. And uh, last week... Kitty Ray, our resident uh, football slash flick chick, yeah. finished four and one. I did. As did Tom and I. Everyone was four and one. Whoa! Last week. And what was the team? Uh, I have to look at my notes. The the game you got oh, wrong. Yes. Was the uh, New York Giants and the Seattle Seahawks? I know you're not oh. a big fan of Pete Carroll. I'm not. I'm sorry. And and you picked uh, the uh, Giants in that game, but uh, Pete Carroll and uh, the Seahawks beat them uh, soundly. They did too. Yeah, uh, I and Tom and I, you know, being former Bostonians, raised in Massachusetts, both of us, mm. we we usually pick with our hearts and not our heads, and we picked the Patriots to beat Dallas. Well, that that uh, that did not happen. Well, folks, <laughs> that did not happen. Uh, it was turned out to be the worst loss in the Bill Belichick era. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I too follow a lot of things with my heart. But I'm in it to win it. You're in it to win it, and so far you're in the lead. Yes. You're 13 and seven through four I'm, weeks. I'm 13 and seven. Okay. Tom and I are both uh, 12 and eight. One oh, it's game close. off the pace. It's close. So I will say that uh, Tom, uh, the the first game uh, that uh, we're selecting this week, set your alarm because it's at 9:30, second straight week that the Jacksonville Jaguars will be playing in London. Two and two Jacksonville against three and one Buffalo. And uh, Kitty Ray, who are you picking in that one? I'm picking Buffalo. I'm picking, yeah, I think Josh Allen and his his guys are going to pull it out. So it is unanimous. Tom also picked uh, Buffalo Okay. Uh, yesterday morning on the show, and uh, I am picking All right. the Buffalo Bills. One o'clock, it'll be the Patriots back home at Gillette Stadium, one and three on the year, against the two and two New Orleans Saints with uh, Jameis Winston reportedly a quarterback for New Orleans uh, in that game. What do you say to that one, Kitty Ray? Oh, this one was very hard for me. In fact, there's two of these that, that's hard. I I don't know why I'm doing it because yeah. my gut is telling me to go with New Orleans, but I'm going with the Patriots yeah. because they're home and they have they have to win this game. I think, honestly, the Patriots are going to come out and smoke the Saints on Sunday. I really do. I hope it's true. Uh, I, I hope think that's so. what happens. I, and I, I if Bob so. and Winnie are listening, if you hear a lot of noise next door, <laughs> it's going to be Ken. 
Well, there'd probably be more noise if it went the other way. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Just come over and knock on the door. <laughs> Uh, so the Patriots are, are the unanimous pick, once again, despite uh, their performance last Sunday against Dallas. Tom picked them, I picked them, you picked them. Oh, jeez. Two and two, Tennessee will be at two and two, Indianapolis on uh, Sunday. I'm going with the Titans. Uh, Tom is also going with the Titans, and uh, I am going with the uh, Tennessee Titans. Too. No, so, stop. So far, this is it's boring. It's total, I know. How can I, I know. This it is, is like a snooze fest right now. Yeah, four o'clock. Uh, the uh, one of the uh, two remaining undefeated teams in the NFL, the uh, Dallas Cowboys. I, I should say no. the no, I'm, uh, no. I should say the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles will be in Los Angeles to take on the two and two L.A. Rams. Cooper Cup. I. You know what? My son Nathan, who is a few, a huge Eagles fan, he's going to really be mad at his mom. But I'm going with the Rams. Well, you know what? Tom is also uh, picking the uh, L.A. Rams in that one. Tom oh, also is taking he really? the Rams. Yes. And I am uh, going with Philadelphia. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you and Tom have the Rams. I have Philly. And finally, the 3-1 and one Dallas Cowboys will be at the other undefeated team, San Francisco. That's 4-0 uh, and oh on the year. Oh, boy. Now, I know you're not choosing Dallas. You wouldn't choose Dallas if they carried over a bucket of gold. Um, <laughs> I'm going with the 49ers. I think Purdy is really, I, I think he's going to win. He's pulling this off. And I'm going to say the 49ers, which means that they're going to be 5-0 and and the only undefeated team. And uh, I'm going with San Francisco. It's unanimous. Tom picked San Francisco, and I picked uh, San Francisco. Oh, as, Tom, as I'm well, sorry. As well, but it, it should be a pretty good matchup uh, between uh, Dallas and uh, San Francisco on Monday Night Football. By the way, coming up this weekend, October 8th, and there is some dispute about this. What? Uh, on, on Wikipedia, I looked this up before the show, and there is some dispute about the birthplace of uh, Penny Patu, Penny who, who was a great uh, Olympic alpine skier. In 1960, became the first American skier to win a medal in the Olympic downhill event. That was in 1960. That was quite a while ago, folks, as you know. But Penny Patu, it says, uh, I'm taking this out of the uh, section in the Concord Monitor, the, uh, what is it called, the Insider? Yeah, uh, the Insider. The Insider, mm -hmm. the Insider, okay. And uh, so it says, October 8th, 1938, Oh, okay. All right. Penny Patu of Guilford is born. Oh, I misread okay. that first time okay. around. If I just said born in Guilford. She will win two silver medals in skiing in the 1960 Olympics, and mm -hmm. she will also participate in the 1956 Olympics and be elected into the National Ski Hall of Fame. And, wow, that's uh, pretty cool. I, 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 believe, I believe Penny Patu is uh, still living in the, in the Lakes region. Isn't there a travel agency? Oh, yeah. She had one for many years. Okay. Penny Patu Travel. Yes. yes. Yeah, I thought Penny so. Penny Patu Travel. When I lived here the first time after before moving to Virginia, Florida, back, um, yeah, I remember. I remember. Penelope Two. Teresa Patu. Oh, cool. Well, that's a great name. PTP. Tell us as nice as Eugene. Uh, Eugene, my, my grandson. 
Uh, and at any rate, uh, she is going to be celebrating a birthday this weekend, and Penny is going to be 85 years old. When is her uh, birthday's on the 8th? October 8th. Yeah. Yep. And yep. just uh, tomorrow, the 7th, my, um, my older brother, Kenneth, just retired, and uh, he, um, he's having a birthday tomorrow. So happy, happy birthday, birthday to Kenneth. Kenneth. He has a Be- great name. He does. Uh, oh, my gosh, he does. <laughs> and it was the same day that Penny Patu was born, October 8, 1938. Yes. No, I strike that. Strike Do that. you want me to read that? S- strike that. It was 100 years earlier. Oh. It was 1838. I beg your pardon. October okay. 8, 1838, that the first passenger train rolls into New Hampshire from Lowell, ooh, Massachusetts, ooh. Stopping at a temporary station in Nashua. Two wow. weeks later, freight trains will begin running in New Hampshire. That was in 1838. And we're still trying to get it back after all those years. <laughs> Do I love going on train rides. Yeah. There I, is something romantic. There is. About there going is. on a train ride. It and, really is. And, 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 and I don't think anybody does it often enough, uh, really, unless you're, you know, a commuter. And you don't want to do it every morning, of course. Can I tell you one of the coolest train rides I ever took was in Mexico. Wow. And I I can't remember the state in Mexico, but Los Moches, Moches, going to Chihuahua. Chihuahua. And it was, it was like they called it the Golden Canyon. And going to Chihuahua, and it was so beautiful, but kind of scary at the same time because their safety regulations aren't as strict as ours. And you could literally put your look out the train window, and there would be like cliffs or pieces of (laughs) rocks right next to your face almost. But it was the best. It was, but it was kind of funky too because there was uh, guards walking with rifles. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it was a great, still a, a memorable train ride. Yeah. No, trains trains are terrific. And, uh, you know, once in a while I get a chance to go down to New York uh, on the train, yes. which, which is fun. And uh, there's a great train, and I, I have never taken it. The Down Easter. Oh, yes. That runs from North Station. It goes through Dover and Durham it goes through Maine. I think I think the last stop on the uh, Down Easter is Brunswick, Maine. Oh. I think that's the last. I bet it'd be hard to get on that now because of the foliage and everything. And I think, uh, yeah, you're probably right. And uh, I think maybe maybe Brunswick, maybe Freeport. Yeah. Where LLB oh, is, is, yeah, the, is the right. last stop. I think I, it might be Freeport, yeah. Maine. I've never taken it. I used to travel a lot from Washington, D.C. area up here to uh, Brattleboro, Vermont, and it, it was the Montrealer Amtrak. Oh, yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Used to the go with Montrealer. my sons when they yes, were little. Uh, I remember that. It was great. Never took that either. But I know a good good friend of mine, uh, Mr. Charles A. Puck, Bob Moore, oh, yes. used to take the uh, train from Boston uh, to Portland, get off, uh, check out a Monarchs game in, in Portland in, in back in the day, and uh, stay over in, in Portland and come back the next day. Sounds like fun. It, it was fun uh, when, when the Monarchs existed. Hey, that's going to do it. Oh, my gosh. It's already the time. That's it. We've got a mosey on out of here. Make way for more great programming on WKXLNHTalkRadio.com. Thanks to Steve for filling in yes. for Cat today. Nobody filled in for Tom, but Tom will return. Wait a minute. What am I, chop well, liver? Well, I mean, you're here anyway. Oh, yeah, that's I mean, you know, <laughs> but uh, Tom will return one week from today for the Friday Fun Bunch, as will our resident 
football slash uh, flick chick. That's right. Kitty Ray. So right for, now I'm still for, the champion. For Kitty and for Tom and for Steve, want you to have a, a wonderful weekend. Always look on the bright side of life. And don't forget, Kale and Company Live on WKXL, presented by Northeast, Northeast Delta, Delta Dental. Dental. Have a great weekend, everybody.